0: Make one six landing suppression on target. That's why I see him in the shot. Shot or no shot with Cap'n J. Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. That's
1: why I see him in the shot.
0: Good morning and welcome in to the Cap'n J. Hood morning show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan Jonathan Hood with you. On this Deal Breakers Thursday, now time for Shot or No Shot, and as brought to you by... Heavy ESPN Bet, my friend Jonathan, now live in Illinois.
2: Sign up today, new users get $100 in bonus bets with any sportsbook bet. We say good morning to Shea W. North.
1: Good morning, boys, on a Thursday. Deal Breakers Thursday. Deal Breakers coming up, 8.35. Very exciting stuff. How are we feeling? Good, man. We're excited. Does anyone else feel like a Justin Fields trade is imminent? Yes, like, like by the end of this week, imminent.
0: I think I think this week, sure. It just it just to me. I didn't think anything was going to happen yesterday. Ryan Paul speaking to the media, talking. He made his media rounds. I think at some point this week or early next week we'll hear some news.
1: There, there was something interesting. I want to start shot or no shot with it. Yesterday, the Justin Fields next team odds on sports books hmm. vanished. Poof, goodbye, gone. This morning, I checked DraftKings. And I, they typically put up next team stuff. So I went to their next team tab. Justin Fields' odds back up. And Atlanta is now a minus 425 favorite. Means you got to bet $425 to win 100. Bet. He the prohibitive favorite. Fields is a Falcon. Shot or no shot. He will be traded before the combine ends.
0: Okay. Let me see if I can get this to convince you. Justin Fields with the Brown Brothers podcast. Atlanta would be tough. I, the only con of going back home is just people hit my phone crazy, Yeah. And, you know, wanting tickets to the game. But I uh, mean, I think I think they got a lot of playma- playmakers on the team, and um, of course Bijan. They got my boy Kyle, and then of course Drake too. Um, they probably need one more receiver, but um, they definitely got some guys over there, and their defense was good this year yeah, too. Yeah, so, last year and yeah, yeah. this year, really yeah. Jesse went crazy
2: this year.
0: Oh my god! Shot. He broke it down.
2: You know. Yeah, I mean nobody talks openly. The GM and we want to do right by him if
0: we do this. And Justin talking about going home. That's my boy. They need probably one more wide receiver who breaks it down. What is he Field Yates? Broke it down. Correct. He knows exactly. Like it's not saying that he doesn't. He of course he knows the league cap. I'm just saying like. You know, he seems like he has some tabs in Atlanta. He says people are going to hit his his phone up cr- like crazy. Wait a minute. How many family members does he have in Atlanta? I mean, the whole family like Yeah, he's like, from Georgia. Yeah, but I'm saying like 30
2: people, 40 people. I mean, I mean, he went to hi- all the people he went to high school with. They all start calling, "Man, hey, you're home. Can I get some tickets?" Leave he me can, alone. He can afford it. Leave me alone. Yeah,
0: he's fine. I I say I would say that that's the favorite. Steelers. No, any news about the any no any Patriots news? Any uh, Patriots news on uh, Justin?
1: I don't think they're trading for Justin. How about Luke Getsy and the Raiders? You just want the the belly laugh of that. Oh, you, you don't God. really want to see that. You
2: just want to say, "Oh man, yeah." I would love to have like a listening device at a cult meeting for Justin if he gets traded to the Raiders. Like, oh, I'm
0: back with my guy Getsy. What will they say then? He yeah, fields Gets with Getsy. And it works this time. That'd be oh a- god, oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh god, no!
2: <laughs> AFC Player of the Week, Justin Fields threw for three hundred sixty-five yards.
0: Fade to black. The Bears now five and ten. What? <laughs> oh no! And
2: this just in: the Raiders move to thirteen and two. Oh, Justin minus eleven hundred for the MVP.
1: Oh <laughs> my god. No. I, I don't want to do those shows. I'll say it. I think <laughs> it might be good content. I don't want to do them.
0: Listen, can I just tell you something? We're going to tell you right now. We're calling it right now. We're in sales. MC's upstairs. Danny Zetterman it feels is in Vegas. And he starts to roll. Cap and I are doing shows in Vegas. Justin, sit down between us. We're live at the Bellagio. <laughs> Please sit on down. <laughs> Please. Live from Circa.
2: Uh, Cap Hood, it's not in the budget.
0: I don't care. Oh. Get it done. See you later. We're going. I don't know about you. We're on a plane. So long. <laughs> Shay. come on. We're going. Uh, We're going to see Justin in Vegas. Could you wow. imagine? Luke Getze, our special guest here. We're going to oh, move man. shot no shot. Luke Getsy, the fine offensive coordinator for the Raider. Please sit down, sir. You got screwed in Chicago. We all know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Just do the whole 180. <laughs> Luke, we know. It wasn't a good situation, but Vegas, <laughs> the weather. Let me tell you, how often are you at the tables? Just be honest. It's <laughs> just like just breaking it down. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine, Shane, uh, you standing there enjoying it right there? Getsy and Fields.
1: I I would be sitting with my head in my hands. Oh, I think that'd be so much fun. I don't want to live in that parallel universe, buddy. I, I don't. It just okay. I be honest. that
0: would be hilarious. God, God forgive us that we have some fun. You know.
1: I listen, I think the content would be fun I'm just saying I don't want to do it. you know what would be more fun to me is if he got traded to Vegas and that team was going to five and ten and we were 13 and two here that would be more fun for me no Shay
0: <laughs> that, who still go to Vegas if they're five and 10? Go ahead.
1: Do they play each other? <laughs> I have to look at the schedule. Uh, the Bears are once again deploying some unusual tactics at the Combine. Yesterday, they gave UCLA edge rusher Leatu Latu the choice between throwing darts and playing putt-putt. Latu opted for darts because he, quote, sucks at golf mm. and hopes the Bears see his competitive spirit in choosing that. Shot or no shot, this is actually a valuable scouting gimmick.
2: It's a way to relax, guys, yes. Guys are already nervous. They're walking in. It's their first meeting, and I don't want to say anything wrong, but I, want to, I don't want to come off stiff. And This is a way to break the ice. Yes, this is a very valuable thing that most teams do.
0: Yeah, I think that is a, a shot. I, I know that on the surface, like playing games, is that really? No, it's just getting the personality. Look, they're going to tell you all you need to hear because it's a job interview after all, Cap. They're going to just tell you what you want to hear a lot of these guys they've rehearsed it with their agent or their family and exactly the sound bites they want to give to every general manager every uh, player personnel person but imagine put him in a situation where it's like here darts or golf now if it's my choice i'm going darts i'm going darts and i'm telling ryan poles stand behind me just in case just just in case i in case i miss i'm playing darts and I'm sure he's, they're asking questions to a lot of these athletes while they're playing the game, like in the backswing of the golf, the putt-putt golf or darts. And I think that's fun. Is there a fun side of these guys? Sure.
2: Yeah, it's, it, you try to put them
0: at ease, yeah.
2: and then just have a conversation. yeah. But I love there was a one, I don't remember who the player was. Okay, thanks for coming. He said, just letting you know if you don't draft me, I will beat your ass oh my God! guys love that yeah gms love that yes they like you to be you they don't want you in a suit and tie coming in yes sir i'm just happy to be here no that's
0: not what they're looking for they want you to jump off the page no shay it's not the threat he's they're not actually punching the general manager in the face talk about on the field that's what that's, that's what it correct about.
1: it's yes. like insane if you don't draft me well, I, the way I took it, Hoodie, if you don't draft me, you're going to die. That's going to be it for you. That'll be all. How do you think you got this job? How do you think Bri- uh, Brian Drew in <laughs> Draft Day, when he
2: took the $100 and he <laughs> mailed it back and said, save this, you're going to need it for when I win you the Super Bowl?
1: Yeah, that's it. You were addiction to that movie, man. I mean. Oh, God,
2: I love it. I may watch it tonight.
1: You really got it. Boy.
2: Yeah, yeah, okay, I'll out. go start watching Love is Dead or whatever that show is called. <laughs>
1: love, love is Blind.
2: Love is Blind, sorry. I had a
1: wonderful time last night. I'm going to see Dune 2 tonight. Cap's going to be on the couch with a bottle of Jergens watching Draft Day. I didn't know there was June, <laughs> Dune 1.
2: I had never heard, never stopped.
1: Jake. Okay, we've been talking about teams taking leaps today in honor of Leap Day. I want to ask about the Cubs. After a season where they missed the playoffs by one game, went out, they added free agent uh, pitcher Shota Imanaga. They got Hector Naris, a reliever, on a one-year deal. They brought back Cody Bellinger. Shot or no shot, the expectation for the Cubs should be nothing short of winning the NL Central.
2: See, that's a shot. They got enough talent. They got a really good defensive team. They've got... Depth of starting pitching. They may not have, you know, an, an uh, Otani or a Betts or an Acuna Jr. or a Freeman, but they got a damn good team. So, yes, shot.
0: Yeah, that's a shot uh, because I can't go back on my prediction from opening day from last year. I thought that this would be the team that would be able to add on and be able to cement themselves as a division champion. Now, here's the thing I didn't know that the Cubs would come hat in hand. You know, Looking for Bellinger and then not really add anything. The biggest splash still to date in the offseason is Craig Council. And I thought that the Cubs would be able to add on. I had no idea that there would be a hiring freeze for a lot of these teams in Major League Baseball. I'll use that phrase because there's still good talent that's out there looking for a job. And as is, I think the Cubs are good enough to get to the playoffs, but they still need to add more. The offense is still just not... Enough for them, for me to think that they're going to make a deep run, but I'll stick with my guns. I think that the expectations and what I feel is that the Cubs are going to make the playoffs this year. You called it a year ago. I think, well, I mean, still, it's, I mean, Jerry's still out, Cap. I'm just saying, like, I just thought, well, here's the thing. I was armed with the knowledge, or at least the belief, that the Cubs would add more than just, all right, Bellinger, come on back. And then, oh, we're going to pay through the nose for the manager. Nothing wrong with playing kids. I, don't want to get, I want to make sure that that doesn't get lost in the sauce. I understand what, what counsel and you are saying about playing young players. However, the veterans get you over. They do. The veterans are able to make that push. When you need to be able to, if you feel like you are on the precipice of getting the playoffs, It's nothing like a good veteran in September or two, pitching and offense to get you where you need to be. And I just think the Cubs need more of that. I just, I, I'm, I'm still wondering about first and third for the Cubs. Nothing against the second baseman and shortstop with Horner and, uh, and Swanson. And Which, what Bellinger well, can bring back? Well, Bellinger can play first. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing, too, as an old-school baseball guy. I want my guy to play the majority of the time in the position that he's given. I didn't like Bryant all over the field when Bryant was here. Left, right, third, first. Uh, see, I love that. No, that's not baseball, pal. That's a utility man. He's that many trio. Baseball has changed. And when you have the ability to play
2: multiple position, it makes you a very dangerous person. And tired,
0: Shay. All right, Getting after better, Shay, nearly no, like, like Mookie Betts, like, like I mean, I could have Mookie Betts. He's all over the diamond. I get and that. Now he's playing second. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying. Go ahead, Shay.
1: After nearly a week of hand wringing about court storming, yep. Kyle Filipowski took the floor last night despite sustaining a knee injury when he stuck his leg out in front of a Wake Forest fan. Filipowski never got imaging done on the knee, which John Shire initially called a sprained ankle, then changed to a knee injury and never did any imaging or checked him out. Filipowski went out, played, got 10 boards, 6 assists, to go with 9 points and a blowout win over Louisville. Shot or no shot, Filipowski faked the whole thing.
2: No, I don't think he faked the whole th- the thing. He was limping off the court. I just don't think it was a really bad injury. He didn't fake anything. That's
0: stupid. Hoodie? What about the imaging, though? They didn't have any MRI? They no, didn't no even X-ray? know what part of his leg was hurt. He got banged around in a
2: scrum. He's okay. Sprained? Sprained something. Strained? Yeah, he's a little banged up, that's all.
1: Boy, it would, no be very conspiracy hoodie. it would be very unduke-like to come up with a story after a bad <laughs> loss, wouldn't it? Same school where their coach used to randomly contract diseases after they lost a road game Aww. in conference. Oh, no. Coach K's got to take some time off. They just lost to NC State. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god. It would just be very unduke-like to come up with a story to distract from a bad loss, wouldn't it? That's a shot. That's a
0: shot. You're better than that. That's so funny.
1: But think about listening his not. nonsense. You know me better than to suggest I am better than that. Don't listen to his nonsense.
0: No, but it's funny because Cap and I are looking. It's funny how people watch the same thing and come up with a different opinion. I'm looking at that that same film, and Cap is slowing it down, and I see Philip Philipowski putting his leg out there to either protect himself or to trip a Wake Forest fan. Either way, the leg was out there, and I thought because he had the forearms out and the leg out, he was like, "Okay, someone's coming. I'm gonna." I'm going to move this guy out of the way. I'm going to whatever. Whatever happened, there was contact. Now, what, apparently no injury because he was spry enough to be able to get those, those rebounds. like It's a miracle. It's a miracle. Those legs were fine for the rebounds. What happened there? I thought he'd take a, a day off or two, Cap, after that. A couple of games. Looks like he's fine. Thank you. He, gutty, he played through it. Oh, please. You guys are unbelievable. But like you said, no MRI.
1: (laughs) He faked it. (laughs) I'm telling you.
0: It's a miracle.
1: John Shire saw him limping off the field a little bit. He's like, you good? He's yeah, I just got to walk this off. And Shire's like, I got an idea. (laughs) You you sprained your ankle. We're going to make this about the court storm. Everybody will forget we lost. That's a shot.
0: They used to do that in the NFL. You got to fake the injury for the timeout? Yes. The TV timeout?
1: Yeah, Hawkinson did it this year. Fall down. Remember in a primetime game, they had Hawkinson running up the field, and all of a sudden, you see McC- uh, the coach, what's his name, Kevin O'Connell, go down, Hawk grabs his hamstring. Oh, no. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean, Q from the south side, he faked it, didn't he? Yeah, he did. All right, we got around the NFL right around the corner on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back
2: on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Nick Bull sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers.
0: The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I
2: want winners. He starts to come and he down. This is a really... Thickly built guy. I mean, what sans are you looking for on these things here? Uh,
0: and now it's time to go around the NFL on ESPN one thousand and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. I'd like to remind you we have deal breakers
1: coming your way at eight thirty five. Around the NFL here's Shay Norling. Shay. Alright, some news out of the combine. The rumors keep uh, coming in fast. Hot. Got some Patriots news this morning. About an hour ago, reports Patriots heavily leaning towards drafting a quarterback with the number three pick in the draft. How that make you feel? It's what they should do. You're probably getting Jaden Daniels. Or Drake May. One or the other. Most likely one or the other. You know, it's bringing up Jaden Daniels, another thing on my sheet here, uh, coming out of the Combine yesterday reports some executives believe Jaden Daniels is the number one quarterback in this draft. Caleb Williams, not the consensus number one overall, people assumed. I think it was Ian Rappaport on NFL Network yesterday saying there are select executives who believe Jaden Daniels is the number one quarterback.
2: Yeah, again, it's lying season. I don't know if I believe all that. I don't. I, I don't believe
0: it. Now, you can make your declaration and your prediction at this point in time and say here's who I think in three years is going to be the best quarterback out of this group you could do that and again that's just a hypothesis if nothing else Cap but I mean Jaden Daniels at this point in time that is not the best quarterback coming out I don't care what happens in the combine or the interviews Caleb Williams is the best quarterback today that's out of this draft for me and I and I love Drake May I told you that at the time today being the operative word today correct yeah
2: because if you go back, Patrick Mahomes went to the perfect situation and developed and sat and the whole deal. He was not the number one prospect when they entered this portion. The workouts, everything rocketed him up Kansas City's draft board, and that's where he ended up. And he's the best. Yeah. So there's different times you can use that terminology.
1: Shea. Uh, we got some rule change proposals. The 49ers and Eagles are among six teams that are submitting a proposal to move the trade deadline from week 8 to week 10. I think this would be phenomenal for the sport. I've always said it makes no sense that your trade deadline comes before you're halfway through the year. When teams are evaluating still where they are, what they need to do, move it back a little bit so teams have a clearer picture. Are we really in the playoff hunt? can we try to go add or is it time to let go of some pieces and and try to get the highest pick that we can moving it to week 10 i think creates a lot more intrigue and a lot more fluid market
2: i'd be cool with moving it
0: a hundred percent i want more activity Uh, to be clear shade that is the first week in november if that's week 10 I was uh, it sounds it. right.
1: I was, I was doing like a quick count. I think that first or second. Yeah. Yes. It'd be a mid-November trade deadline, I think. Okay. I would love that. Yeah. Think about it.
0: You still got another month plus of football, but if you have it in November cap, so you've gone through September, October through the first couple of months. And now it's like, okay, what else can we add or we're out of it? Let's kind of unpack this thing. We know it's not going in the right direction. So week eight, week 10, I just think that it's just more destination um, a destination date for the NFL. For people to look at this week or that particular date, circle it and like, this is the day. Just more acclaim for the NFL.
2: Yeah, I liked it. Ten weeks in, you go, oh, God, we lost our quarterback or we lost it. We got a really good team here. Yeah. Let's make a move. Week eight, a little early
1: for me. Yeah, Think about the difference. Like week eight, you're three and five and you feel like you still have a shot. Week 10, you're 3-7, you don't and have a shot anymore. You're feeling a little more dead. Yep. And you might be a little more uh, encouraged to move pieces. Like, I think a lot of teams hold on to pieces they would trade if the deadline were a couple weeks later. By doing this, I think we'd see more trades. And I think that's better for everybody.
0: All right, what else do we have?
1: I want to ask about Russell Wilson. He's been all over the news this week. Said he would like to be back in Denver. <laughs> but... He will sign a vet minimum contract elsewhere if it comes to it. And then Sean Payton basically said, you're not coming back here, pal. Don't even think about it. What is going on with Russell Wilson? Why can he not just move on? Understand it's done in Denver. You're going to go somewhere else.
2: Yeah, I don't understand why they seem so opposite in their perspectives. Because I watched him on the Brandon Marshall podcast and... Well, he tried to spin that he'd go back there, and you're right. Sean Payton basically slammed the door. No, moving on. Out. It's surprising. But where does he go? Give me a spot where he's got issues in the room. Hoodie has detailed these dramatically. Where, oh, man, I didn't know he had an office there and an assistant. And then Sean Payton gets a job and goes, he has what? At the press conference. You remember this. Oh, yeah. What do you think about Russell having an office up there? A what? Yeah, that won't be happening. Uh, Russ, pack your stuff out. So, it's amazing.
1: You know the landing spot. You know. Yes. He's a stealer. Yes.
0: Could you? (laughs) Tomlin's
1: going (laughs) to rein that garbage in. And when you're on a veteran minimum contract, you don't garner the respect that you do when you 260 $260 million. Thank
2: you, guys. Thank you, guys. Broncos country. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: That's right.
2: But again, that guy who's, oh, co- <laughs> who's covered the Steelers for decades. Uh-huh. Peter King talked about him. Jerry Dulac said Tomlin told him this is Kenny Pickett's job. We're not bringing anyone in here to start.
1: Okay.
0: We'll see. I don't, I mean.
1: I Russell think, Wilson competing with Kenny Pickett for
0: the starting gig. <laughs> Wilson would beat out Kenny Pickett if there was head up, face to face. No doubt, but it doesn't sound like uh, Tomlin wants to do that. You so, uh, saw what you just did there, Cap uh, hood. what's that? Wilson Pickett. I did, I did do that. <laughs> That's I funny. Did, I did do that. Wilson Pickett, man. I, I, I think that it would work. I think that Russell Wilson with the Steelers Steelers would be over 500. It would be because, uh, listen, from the beginning I told you, Cap, that there was a disconnect between Peyton and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson wanted to do things his way and and You know, I'll make a quick parallel. So, Brady and Belichick, we talked about this a couple of days ago, right? Like, Brady left New England, and Shea agrees with me that, hey, you know, you make my job so difficult, Bill. I know that you're demanding. I know it's a patriot way from your standpoint. That's fine. But could you just give myself um you know wide receiver that I could depend that I could work with like I got all world difference making wide receiver no we'll just give you whoever you put on the roster you just have to win with what we have you got Gronk as a tight end he's great but the rest of it you just have to work it out okay so the same thing with I think Russell Wilson after all his time with with uh, Pete Carroll there was fatigue between the two Russell Wilson thought I go to Denver I can kind of do my own thing because Pete Carroll had a certain way in Seattle as well And I think that Russell Wilson said, okay, I'm going to go to Denver. I feel like now it's my team. And, oh, God, here comes Sean Payton. Okay. Sean Payton is demanding. He wasn't just a friendly face he saw on TV. That guy has standards and championship standards because you saw him with Drew Brees. He was able to win in Moorbund, New Orleans, and keep that thing afloat for a long time with Drew Brees, an underachieving quarterback, 5'11", foot quarterback that got to a Super Bowl championship. Those two butted heads because Sean Payton says, if I'm back in the NFL, we're going to do things my way. And so the whole problem with that situation was Sean Payton, he didn't have Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, didn't have Pete Carroll. That's the difference. And now it just did not work. So that's why, and I just texted my guy because I have not, I know we've talked about this a couple of times. I don't think that that's going to happen. I mean, Russell Wilson might want to come back to Denver, but I don't think that's happening. I'll, I'll double-check it, but I don't think so.
2: Who else if it's not Pittsburgh? Bears. No shot.
0: <laughs> no?
2: Is that, I mean, is there a, a clear-cut landing spot where he comes
1: in as the starter? Vegas, maybe? But they, could, but they would probably prefer to go to Cousins. I,
2: no, it does not sound like that because Antonio Pierce spoke yesterday. He wants something new. He wants to draft a player. Yeah, he said he doesn't want a
1: Band-Aid.
0: Is Mayfield going back to Tampa? Sounds like it. Mm. Huh.
1: You just wonder what the fit is. And, like, maybe it's Minnesota if they do draft someone they don't want them to start in right away and Cousins does get signed elsewhere. Maybe they're the team that goes and gets yeah, Russ.
0: Minnesota would be an interesting one. It's a yeah. good pick. Vegas, Antonio Pierce. What does he know? Because he's from Compton doesn't know how to be a Raider.
1: Oh if wow. for those who don't know, Mike Lombardi with some comments about New Vegas Raiders head coach. I told you this f- to time we
2: brought that guy's name up. Yeah. When he
0: speaks you're all dumber. Well, Wait, what kind of comment is that? You know what, Shay, this guy go in the folder on Friday for those that missed it. People have got to hear that. That is
1: that is so uh, bad. I, I, we might as well bring it up now. What is he talking uh, about? We got,
0: we, you know, it sounds better with the sound. What? what Holy cow, I mean, that
1: commentary. I, I read it on, on
0: social media. Mike Lombardi saying that about Antonio I Pierce. came in there. I said to you yesterday. Did you see these Lombardi comments?
2: I mean, what, what kind of comment is that? Talk about sour grapes. Just Yeah, because his two sons got let go by the Raiders. I'm talking about Lombardi. I mean, really? What does he know about the Raider way he's from Compton?
0: Did you see that, Jay Moore? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it don't make sense. It doesn't. That's fantastic. (laughs) That's exactly, exactly what we thought, right? Not a surprise. Mike Lombardi. All right. You know what's coming up. It's a Deal Breakers Thursday. Deal Breakers is right around the corner. and J. Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with and J. Hood.
2: 8 a.m. hour brought to you by the Village of Bolingbrook. Elevate your business, Jonathan Hood, at b.bolingbrook.com. Bulls bounced back from an embarrassing loss to the Pistons last night with a double overtime victory against Cleveland. DeMar DeRozan fouled on a three-point shot at the almost end of the first overtime and hit all three free throws clutch ice water in his veins to send the game to double OT where the Bulls win it 132-123 LeBron James authored a 21 point comeback for the Lakers in a win over the Clippers last night LeBron scored 19 in the fourth single-handedly outscored the Clippers and finished with 34 in the game had five threes in the fourth quarter alone college football playoff reportedly feeling optimism about expanding to a 14-team format in 2026 per Pete Thamel of ESPN. And the NFLPA released its grades for each team based on a player survey yesterday. Bears ranked 10th overall out of 32 The Commanders, dead last Dolphins, Vikings, Packers top three. Jay Moore Welcome back to and Jay Hood on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. We all have to make choices in sports and in life. It could be running on third down. You ran the same third down situation and you ran the same play twice. You're getting paid for that. I cannot believe the call. Or
0: managing finances.
2: This country, you've got to make the money first. Or
0: it could be a deal breaker time for Deal Breakers here on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Here's hoping that you're going to have a great Thursday as we turn to Shay Norling with this edition of Deal Breakers. Brought to you by
2: Affinity Whole Health and FeelGreatIllinois.com for more energy, more drive, and an increased libido. Go to FeelGreatIllinois.com.
1: Shay. That's fine. Let's get started with Deal Breakers. You dated a much older woman who you met through work for about six months. When things started getting serious, you both called it off for a number of issues. just wasn't going to work out. She was 20 years your senior. There were some problems that wasn't going to be a long-term fit. A couple years later, your father calls you to invite you to dinner and meet his new girlfriend. When you get to dinner, his new girlfriend is the older woman that you dated. Do you t- pretend you don't know her or do you uh, come clean with dad after dinner? Hey, been with her, too. Well, wait, 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 you said dated. What does been with her mean? It was like a short term one night. I told folk. you it was six months. You dated for six yeah, months. But and I'm broke talking. It off.
2: Was it serious? It was were we exclusive. Like my dad didn't meet my girlfriend
1: I was with for six months. Kind of odd it never got that serious that it was meet the parents type of stuff you got a 20 year difference in age you're dating an older woman there were some concerns you broke it off now she's dating your dad two years later you have you have to tell your dad
0: you have to you don't think Marcus told Michael Jordan what was happening there
2: bank, bank. yeah except Michael wasn't with Larsa that we know of right um <laughs>
0: That's right. So there you have it. Uh,
2: Yeah. You have to tell him because if he and her end up getting serious and, you know, are together, Mm -hmm. eventually that's going to come You You dated her and you never told me. Now you've ruined your relationship with your father. You have to tell him.
0: Is it ruined? I think they can work that out on Maury. They can figure that out, right? I'm just saying. You have to tell him.
1: I feel like if you and the woman make an agreement no, on the side, we're never telling him. It's never,
2: ever going to stay private. No, no agreements.
0: You tell them.
2: Dad. I just want to let you know
0: the woman you're Haley
2: that you're dating here. Yeah, I had her. I dated her for like six months.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, of put, he, yourself in, uh, put yourself yeah. in those shoes, Cap. That happens to you. Your kid says the woman you're dating, he dated for six months. I'd
2: want him to tell me. Yes. I don't want to find out 15 years down the road that this was festering behind my back. No shot. Absolutely not. And if you did that to me, we would have a problem in our relationship going forward. I can promise you that. That's disloyal.
0: Mm. Damn. I don't know. I, uh... I mean, I, you got to say something at some point, but how soon do you say you say it? Like, when she comes into the room, right, she's coming over to the house, and you're the son, you're like, do you say, hey, Dad, can I see you for a moment? Can we talk for a second? The woman no, I just would brought tell him in, the
2: next day. Dad, can we grab a cup of coffee? Oh, the next day. after no, you, do it, like,
0: pull him to the side. No. Not immediately? No. I was going to ask you, what the what is the time frame on that? 24 hours? For eight hours? No, we have <laughs> the years. dinner,
2: whatever, blah, blah, blah. Ten years. The next, Dad, I just want to let you know something. At the wedding. Has Haley told you that I about was... her past at all? No. Why? Because I dated I... her for a while. For like six months, we hung out. Okay. Well, she's with me now. Okay. I mean, but find out five, ten years down the road... Yeah, you're a disloyal person. Then. So, so I'm clear. You wouldn't break it off with her, though. No, no. Why would I? Unless he asked me to. My loyalty is to my that's son. I know
0: the Kaplan's been in there.
2: Yeah, I, I feel like
1: that. I was going to ask the same question. Yeah, that's your kid telling you I dated the girl you're with, and you're like, Oh, cool. I'll keep seeing her.
0: Two Kaplans. Wow. Well, if I'm hey, in love Dad, with her,
1: she really liked when I did this. You should try I don't it. Stop. I'm like, her. <laughs> oh, b- 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 what are those comments? <laughs> <laughs> no way. You said grow up. What is that? No way of all
0: the people to say it. He said grow up. <laughs> Mister,
1: I'm joining in when I see the wives at the Super Bowl party.
0: Right. That's he different. said grow up. It's different because that's him being involved. See, but you do it though. You got to grow up, you see. That's yeah. different. Captain, not to grow up, but you do. That's the whole thing. Correct. See? I've, I've already been. grown up. See? That's how that works. That's it. So, but again, at 24 hours, you say right? Yeah, we the called him the next morning.
2: Hey, it was great to see you last night. You know, we should do dinner more often. Haley was cool. I need to talk to you about something. Can we grab a cup of coffee?
0: Yeah, but Cap, I mean, like, he, she bleeped your son, and now oh. you're in, and now you're in there too. Come
1: Dan, on, man. how
2: serious are you with this girl? I really, really like her, and we've been hanging out for quite a while. And I think she's going to move in. Okay, I just want to let you know something. Like two years ago, I dated her for
0: like six months. Okay,
2: okay. so
0: Oof. whatever. Yeah, two Americas there. I couldn't do that. Jay Moore, we're going to a, to Jay Moore. What do you? How would, how would you handle that? Mm. i I'll, I'll have to tell him. I'll tell him. Yeah, but I mean, what if she? I mean. But well, if it's your son that says, hey, the woman that you're dating, I've already been with, will you, are you still kicking it with her? Oh, if it's <laughs> not, nah. that's the other side of it, right? No, I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think I I'm doing that. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. You did my son. He's 20 years younger. Now you're de- dating me. What's if, your problem? If it was reversed, yeah, I'd tell him. But uh, if it was the other way around, when it's my son. Nah, I'm straight. Nah. You know, it's so similar because your dad does this. Okay. And your son does this.
1: <laughs> here's, wow. Well, here's the other problem. If Assuming they found this out together at dinner, the son and the woman, disc- made this discovery together at dinner. If yeah. I'm dad, I better hear from her first.
2: I love rubbing and touching my meat. If mm. I'm
1: son, I got to give a little bit of time so that she can say it first. And if I'm dad, she better be the one to tell me, not him. Yeah. If I hear it from him three days later and she hasn't said a word about it yet, now we got a problem.
0: Yeah, I wonder what she would say. She probably would say anything, right, depending on the woman. I probably wouldn't say anything. That's your dad? Uh, that's your son? Oh, you know, it's funny. <laughs> you know, it's funny, a funny story. <laughs> You'll love this. <laughs> I bleeped him like I'm bleeping you. Oh, my God. <laughs> but again, <laughs> Seriously. Is, it, is it a
2: hookup thing or are they dating? Like they have a relationship.
0: Dating, yeah.
2: Yeah, I would tell my dad.
0: Yeah.
2: Or I'd want my son to tell me. No question.
1: Wouldn't you want her to tell you? She.
2: About her, her? I want her you, to tell who
1: you. If you're the dad, wouldn't you want to be like? Wouldn't yeah. you want her to tell you that she uh, was dating your son?
0: What about her disloyalty? I would
1: rather hear it from her than from. Well, him I first. would probably if I if I was in
2: her shoes, call me the kid, and say, "Hey, I need to talk to you. We've got to tell your dad immediately. The two of us, or you tell him, or I'll tell him. Yeah. But he's finding out right now. You cannot." You don't say anything, I won't take because it will come out and then
0: everything's effed. Yep. It's already been effed. All, all right, coming <laughs> up. More more Deal Breakers right around the corner. Brought to you by. Brought to you by Affinity Whole Health at feelgreatillinois.com. All right, more right around the corner on Cap and J Hood.
2: You're listening to Cap and J Hood. Follow the show on Instagram at Catman and at IGJHood. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.
0: Deal Breakers. Here's Shay Norling. Shay?
1: All right. Your wife gets into your car and finds a woman's scrunchie on the passenger side floor. Oh. She immediately asks you who it belongs to, but you genuinely have never seen it before. 1995. You've driven to lunch with a few woman co-workers, so you ask around the office if it was theirs. Maybe they dropped it. None of them have seen it either. Your wife's convinced you're lying to her and cheating on her. Finally, one of your co-workers, a man... Admits he threw it into your car as a prank when he noticed it was unlocked in the parking lot. How do you deal with him?
0: Oh boy!
1: Wow, that man.
0: Mm.
2: Okay, do I normally get along with this guy? Like, are yeah, we, like, like we're like we're friends. Friends, yeah. Okay, uh, you're picking up the phone. You are calling my wife right now. And you are going to absolutely 1,000% apologize that it was a prank, blah, blah, blah. And your wife's probably still going to go. He put
1: put you up to this. Mm -hmm.
0: Maybe. Maybe.
1: The only way you can convince her, I think, is if you beat his ass and get fired from your job.
0: Well, Cap, I mean, you could say call my wife down, but what if he doesn't? What are you going to do then? What are we going to do about it? I go to HR
2: or I go to the boss. Yeah. You're messing with my home life, Mm -hmm. and that's not a joke. That's not funny, and I want something done about it. Mm. So either you're going to call my wife or I'm getting your ass fired.
0: I think a baseball bat through the windshield and then a scrunchie on his seat, I think that works (laughs) for me, too. No, because all of a sudden now you're going to lose your job. How do you know? I wasn't around it. I was nowhere around his windshield. Then what is it that doesn't... It makes me feel good. We're different there. Oh, yeah. I would
2: go to... I would either tell him, you're going to pick up the phone right now. You're calling my wife. Or I'm going to HR. Mm -hmm. Because you messed with my home life. You've overstepped your bounds.
0: I don't know. I mean, listen, it would just be a prank. That baseball bat to the windshield chain. It's just a prank. (laughs) It's just, it's just funzies.
1: All four of your tires are slashed, and your brake lines have been cut. Sugar it's just the,
0: a fun prank. Sugar in the tank. I'm Take just up the phone. Yeah, stop dialing. I'm just, I'm just joking. It's just a rib on you. That's all. Just a rib. Nothing big. You, <laughs> you cut his
1: brake lines
0: before he goes on a road trip. I'm just messing with you, man. It's just funsies. It's no big deal. No nah, man. I mean, he and I would have have some speaks, as Mongo would say. We would have a conversation. Like, so, okay, so you know that my wife's upset about what you did, right? She's upset, or my girlfriend, she's upset about what you did. You, why would you do that? Correct. Why would you do that,
2: you're going to call my wife right now. You're going to tell her
0: exactly what you did. Mm-hmm. And if he Pick says up no, the
2: phone and start dialing.
0: Tell you one thing. Thank you, Wolf of Wall Street. Let me just let me tell you one thing he could do that, and it would be the last thing that he'll ever do as far as that kind of joke. I'd make sure it would be the last time that he does that. I don't need to talk to people because sometimes HR doesn't understand the enormity of the situation. Well, what, so what if he refuses to call your wife mm-hmm. and says, screw you, yeah. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. It would be the last time that there would, something like that would happen Not <laughs> to anybody, <laughs> not just me. What if he said, "I, right, I'll call her? And then he just pulls up his phone and he calls your wife.
2: Oh, oh, he's got my wife's number. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly the tables have turned. And he says, "Yeah, actually, that's your wife's scrunchie. I threw it back in there. She was in my car."
0: Oh. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Cap call HR? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, not, well then. It's, I all those issues. <laughs> then I don't. I'm not angry with him. Well, he's not my friend, but I'm angry with her.
0: Mm-hmm. She's been cheating on. You. So he doesn't get any ire. Just like now you now you on her. Well it's more on her. Uh-huh. It's not on well, him
2: as much as her. Clearly it's more on her. I mean, if your wife <laughs> cheats on you, why are you taking it out on the guy? Now if it's your best friend, different
0: story. Hey who would you just say clearly is what? More on her. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, guys like that, man. See, they think they're funny and then it's like, I'll show you a joke. I'll I'll show you a joke. Okay? Don't let the smooth taste fool you over here on this side of the table, okay? Just set, we're just chill and having fun and talking sports. You start messing with family, that's or now now it gets a little deeper. Yeah, you've gone too far. That's okay, it. We're going to fix we want to make want to make sure that you never do that to anyone else again. I'm going to make sure of that. Correct. I'll find a way. Don't worry. It may not happen today, but it'll you'll, I'll make sure it'll never happen again. Remember, uh, the best rib is a rib that you never see coming. Correct. You're just walking through life and all of a sudden, wait, what what happened? Yeah. Got your ass. How about that? That's how I operate. Here's Shay Norley. All right. Now You're- they're scared of me on the seventh floor now, and I can't walk through there now.
1: Oh. <laughs> it must be a day that ends in wine. Uh, your brother tells you he's seen your success in the content business, and he wants to start a podcast. So you encourage him, give him some pointers, where to start, how to approach it. You log on to YouTube to watch the video of his first episode, mm-hmm. and you see your brother pounding drinks on camera and detailing graphic old sexual stories. Aww. Some of the stories include you. Mm. Do you tell him this is embarrassing to you or just let him do his thing?
0: It's a deal breaker. That's a deal breaker right there. Correct.
2: You want to
1: have that type of persona and think
2: you're the next Howard Stern? Have at it. You keep my name out of your effing mouth.
0: Oh. (laughs) Wow. Thank you, Will. Um, Yeah, that's, that's, that's the case. This sounds like a true story, Shay. Is that a true
1: story? It is not. I wish.
0: Okay. That sounds like, but it sounds like in this business, someone wants to be able to be in the content business with someone they know. And they're like, I want to start my own podcast. I want to do my own show. And then they take it way too far to the point where I know you need content. Well, here's some content. So my brother did lines on the top of a car (laughs) one day in the summer of...
1: Right. What? Everybody wants to be Bert Kreischer. Shirt popped off. Uh, pounding beers on the camera. Let me tell you about this time. My guy, Hoodie, boy, they got it on in the bathroom stall. Ooh,
0: that's the thing that's dangerous. Right? Yeah, right. Really dangerous. I mean, uh, Cap, that's the kind of thing, right? If someone is not in the business and they want to get in the crea- creation business or be able to do radio, TV, whatever. Yeah, content person. Content right? person. You got to let them know, like, okay, so what are you going to talk about? Sports, entertainment, okay. Well, don't talk about me. Don't talk about our personal situations, please. Right. Some of this stuff is way off the record. Please. Yeah, that, that would be nipped in the bud quickly. Especially a neophyte in the business, right? They just think, there's a guy, I wish I could say his name. I know he was a guest on Waddle & Sylvia. I could just put it that way. And might have been in the gambling space. And that person was... <laughs> was got on the radio and was talking about stuff in Vegas. And the producers were like, wait, wait, well, you can't talk about that. That's not why you're in the radio. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, like personal stuff. Like, no, you're supposed to be able to talk about the Cowboys and LeBron. Not that stuff. And he's like, oh, oh, okay. Is okay. <laughs> <Like, laughs> this recent? Uh, not too long ago.
1: Wow. I'm going to start my own podcast. I'll be on YouTube. Mm. Let me tell you about David Kaplan in Vegas. Let oh. me tell you what I heard. You mm-hmm. can't say that stuff, man. <laughs> the night oh, he what was, was that
2: that just flew off the 32nd floor here at the Bellagio? <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he was on the blackjack table drunk oh. till four in the morning. Head down. He'd lost five grand. <laughs> Even
0: this show, I know it surprises people. Even this show has a line.
1: Poor Kaplan couldn't escape the escort brochures in Vegas. (laughs) They really got
0: him. (laughs) And that is this edition of Deal Breakers right here on Captain J. Hood. Coming up in two minutes, we will introduce the PTI. I'm ready for that. The PTI. Bring it on. That's in two minutes on the Captain J. Hood Morning Show. What's the PTI?